What is going on, folks? Welcome back to the Beard of Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Les McDaniel, and the one who just got finished berating himself because he's struggling with this emotional intelligence discussion. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I, whether or not I understand emotions, but it is me being truly aware of the fact that my emotions are getting the best of me today. And they do that sometimes. You see, emotional intelligence is not where we're going today to, to make it perfect. We're not, we're not discussing this so that we can be we can perfect our emotional ability to interact and engage. We're doing this so that we can learn and begin to be more self-aware around this particular topic. And I want to be clear that there is an idea in this personal intelligence is a very different idea than emotional intelligence. And that what we're trying to portray here is that when we go into personal growth sometimes, it really is a little bit more around this idea of a general sense of self and ways in which we can improve as it pertains especially to re- with regards to how we engage with others or our, how we understand our, our behaviors in light of others' behaviors. I want to say it again. It is a general sense of understanding of our behavior in contrast to other people's behaviors. But what we're focusing on today is more about recognizing and using our emotional states as well as those of others in order to begin to navigate ways in which we can come to a different outcome to solve some things, to to solve some problems maybe internally in an organization, to solve relational challenges that you might have with inside of your marriage or with your kids, and how those things kind of work symbiotically together, how there's this way in which we do this dance. Maybe some of you guys have experienced this before. And I want to jump into that today because I think when we can begin to recognize where we are, how our emotions impact others, and in, and the ways in which when we can take that that agent, that that chemi- chemical agent of our expression of ourself in that moment, and someone else's, what kind of reaction do we have when we bring those things together? And can we choose a way in which we show up once we understand how our current emotional state is impacting the whole situation? And the, the good news and the answer is yes. But before we go there, I have to remind you, even though we're just now entering into the three-minute mark, that this show is here to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck, and to liberate that leader within you. And it's not a it's not a you know one-time thing. It's something that we do continuously, and that's why we're studying this whole idea of emotional intelligence. Now, as we break into this, I want to also, I guess, I, well, let me back up and say, first, I also want to remind you that you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at epicfusion.life, epicfusion.life. And you can find me on TikTok as well as on YouTube by typing in bearded wisdom into that little search place up there. And make sure you're looking for this, this bearded face, not, not any other bearded face, the one that looks like this, because there may be a couple of other people out there who are bearded folks that believe that they've got wisdom like I do. And and maybe they're as misguided as I am, or maybe you should be watching their show. I have no idea. We'll, we'll find out. Go check it out and see what they say, and then come back here, and and then uh, let's let's just live life together in a way that is truly all about the wisdom, not so much the beard. Uh, yeah, that said, we're going to move forward today. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. But before we get going, I want to let you know that this information is 
kind of being pulled from and tailored from the revised model of emotional intelligence by Mayer, Selavi, and Caruso from 2016. And it's a powerful idea that is all about this way we perceive our emotions, facilitate thoughts using those emotions, how we understand our emotions, and how we manage those emotions. And so over the next four days, we're going to cover those. And then we're going to jump into some ideas around emotional intelligence as it relates to stress. Because stress is not one of those things that we need to be trying to figure out. I mean, it's not something that we need to, I mean, stress is just going to happen. We can't stop stress. And our tendencies with stress will always be there, as we know. But when we are those who know ourselves to lead ourselves, what we recognize is, is that when we have those tendencies, we still have the capacity within ourselves to create new ways of behaving that can lead to new actions and new consequences and a different reality than we're, we're, what we're currently facing. And so as we discuss this idea of emotional intelligence, just know that what we're really diving into is how we can begin to engage one another in our lives more efficiently by recognizing these tendencies, by growing more aware of the tendencies that others that we are working with may have. And, and I, I believe that this is going to be a powerful session. And today we're going to really talk about perceiving those emotions. And there are seven things that we're going to discuss here today that we're going to highlight very quickly. The first thing about perceiving emotions that is such an important piece is that we want to begin to recognize those feelings that are truly uh, authentic feelings versus those that are reactive, dishonest, maybe even deceptive types of emotional expressions that we might have within ourselves. I, this is where the perfect, this is why, this is why me berating myself a minute ago is a perfect example of what we're talking about. In that moment of me being so frustrated, I went off on myself and recorded it. And it would be fun actually to, to share that recording, except I don't want you, we, we don't need to see that. But, but in that moment, I literally said to myself, what are you doing? You know what you want to say. You know where your heart is. You are not, and I just went off. And I think that sometimes we do this to ourselves. We don't even need the mirror anymore. We are fully capable while we're driving down the road and we're on the phone with somebody or we're, we're at work and we're you know working on an email and you forget something or whatever. And we have this tendency to come down on ourselves so hard that as though we are, as though we are the only ones making mistakes in this world almost. And, and the goal here is that we begin to see those things as untrue really quickly and as early as possible in the process of dealing with our emotions. The truth of our emotions is that, yes, there was something that is rubbing me wrong in those moments. The truth of those emotions are, is not one that is, is really something that should be expressed in anger, but it's one that comes from a place of insecurity. Of, of trying to perform for you in such a way where you'll want to listen to what I have to say. And those, that's not really an authentic expression of what I'm trying to do here. But that voice inside of me, that wounded child of sorts, is actually struggling with what is a true response to my emotions and what is actually happening in that moment. Some of us as parents can exp experience this. Some of us may, that are in business may experience this when we are working with someone and we think that they know what we're wanting from them, and yet they don't really have the full clarity or the full support and challenges we've talked about to liberate them. And we might jump down to that dominate state where we're actually yelling and screaming at them when it has nothing to do with them 
or even how they are how they are participating, but it's something that we're, where we're responding out of our own frustration from our own ways of engaging with them, that we know we did something wrong and we do it in a defense sort of way. And so we begin to discriminate. This is the second thing. We want to begin to discriminate accurate versus inaccurate emotional expressions. I can tell you when I watch The Voice, and maybe you guys are like me too, but when I watch The Voice or I watch America's Got Talent, I'm one of those suckers who will cry at the stories that lead up to that person's performance. And then when they perform, I am tying their performance directly to the the emotions that I feel as a result of what I just witnessed in their story. And so as we begin to discriminate accurate versus inaccurate emotional expressions, we then can begin to understand how our emotions are displayed depending upon the context and the culture. And I think this is a really important discovery for us to begin to to walk down the path of. You see, as we begin to understand how emotions are displayed depending upon the context and the culture, what we can really begin to navigate for ourselves is this awareness of not just our own behavior, but other behavior, other behaviors of, of those around us, not in a judgmental way, but in a way where we can begin to see and witness how everybody else is currently experiencing the current context. I, I was at an, a meeting today with several people involved in some civic responsible things that were, it was just, a, it's a beautiful group of people who are really in service to businesses and entrepreneurs in our local area. And, and it's a power, it was a powerful meeting because of the fact that you're witnessing people who are truly engaged in the community. And as we begin to understand how emotions are displayed, especially as they are contextually and culturally defined, we can then navigate how we, how we express those emotions based upon what we're hoping the outcomes will be for us in that particular context and culture. There are times in which I may be in a meeting at, a, let's say, an ambassador meeting and at the Chamber of Commerce, and I'm sitting among these folks that are in service to the community and service to businesses in our area, where it wouldn't necessarily be the right time for me to go off on a, a tangent in when I'm introducing what I do and how I want to serve, or to, or to rip someone else down a couple of notches in that meeting. These are people there that are there to support me and my business, as well as me to support their business, to call them up per se. And it would not be the time or the place for me to then take that platform and start selling my bill of goods or, or, or for me to have the, the, the naivete to think that this meeting was about me and to control the conversation for the next 30 minutes. No, this is the place where we begin to understand how to regulate our emotions based upon the context and the culture. It doesn't mean that we conform to the context and the culture. Don't get me wrong. There are moments in in the expressions of our emotions that we do want to stand out. We do want to maybe to to say something in the midst of, of a normative behavior that creates an impact that is very intentional. But that's something we have to learn as we begin to discriminate accurate versus inaccurate emotions. From there, we want to begin to express emotions accurately when desired. We really do. That is, that's the fourth part, part of this. And as we do that, we will, we will then begin to be able to perceive emotional content in that environment. We'll be able to understand the visual cues that are all around us. We might even be at some sort of festival or some sort of event where we're beginning to recognize that there are things around us, people's art, people's music that move us. And to be able to stop and pause and be able to be aware of how that is impacting our situation as well. 
I remember being it when whenever I would go to church, there would be times where I would be fully be able to deliver something without the music that had been playing, the worship music that had been playing. I could fully express myself very clearly without any worries about being drawn into my heart to the point of gushing over with tears. But after the movement of something where I'm worshiping with the people that I am with and I'm, I'm connecting with them at a spiritual level, I can find myself very emotionally triggered in that moment in a, in a beautiful way, not in a negative triggering sort of way, but in a beautiful sort of way. And as we are able to perceive those emotions in other people through all of these cues that we see, their facial expressions, the shared experiences that we have going on, their behavior, their, the language that they're using, the tone of their voice, the, 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 just the, their overall presence, we can then begin to identify our own emotions in the presence of those physical realities. And we can understand where we stand more fully as it, as it pertains to our overall context. And I know this may be like a duh statement, but the truth is that many of us don't have an awareness around this. The truth is that many of us get stuck in our own hangups and our tendencies. You know, as an extrovert, I have no problem speaking. I have no problem standing up, speaking in front of people and riffing on almost anything or nothing for that matter. <laughs> many people might even say it would be nothing. And as an introvert, some people, they, they show up into an event and they're very quiet. And yet when we understand those tendencies and we recognize that the, the context of, say, a business meeting, that, that our voice is important to the overall growth of our company. It is important to the way that I support that company, the way I challenge the people that I work with, the way that I actually contribute to the highest degree. If I sit as one who is introverted and don't share my opinion, but then am unhappy with the, the results, then I, am, I have a clear misunderstanding of what that looks like. And likewise, if I show up in a meeting with the loud voice of a connector, creator, pioneer, what happens with me is that I can control the conversation and not allow for the voices that are in the room that are quieter to be heard. And so there's this recognition in this dance of perceiving emotions that, that is really intuitive around who is doing what at any particular moment. So what I can tell you is that it's in that space that I can then begin to regulate my and temper my emotions based upon my self-awareness, given the education that I am gaining around the context and the culture that I'm in, until the point at which I see that there is something else happening in that mix. And we'll get to that later down, later on down the road on the next couple of episodes around facilitating, understanding, and managing those emotions. So just know, guys, that this is a powerful, powerful play in your world. Something that it's a powerful, powerful space for you to spend some time. It is in a difficult and challenging space to actually swim in the waters of your own emotions because so many of us find ways to distract ourselves from those things. So many of us just have this individualistic mindset. And I, and I shouldn't say so many of us. I know that I personally struggle sometimes with, with recognizing where I'm at and what is appropriate in the moment. I have gained a lot of ground over this in my, my years of experience. But even at 48, I still sometimes miss the mark of, of recognizing what is appropriate. And I sometimes hold back my own 
inner knowing, that intuitive thought of I, this is a time to break the mold of the context and the culture because something else needs to be said, something else needs to be heard, and we need to tap into the emotions and of other people and be able to be aware of them and give those the, the space for those folks. And so sometimes we are taking a stand for our fellow humans who are in the in the room with us or in that in the space we're sharing as we are navigating this world of emotional intelligence together. So begin this process. See if you can start to be aware of the deceptive and dishonest ways in which you treat yourself based upon an emotional response to anything, any given thing there is. Maybe you're, maybe you're talking with your wife and be aware of how you are being, whether you're being honest or dishonest with yourself around the feelings that you're having in that particular moment. Now the question becomes, and as we move forward, is how can you begin to navigate that, 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 that space where you might have a hard thing to say or an honest truth to say or where you might be protecting yourself or someone else that you're in conversation with? These are the places that we're going to go moving forward as we dig in on those emotions that we, we all share. We all have them. Even those people that seemingly have no emotions, they have them. So just know that. That being said, look forward to talking to you guys on the flip side. Stay tuned. We got facilitating thoughts using emotions coming tomorrow. And by the way, don't forget, guys, we've got this exciting new event coming in January for all of us to be able to, that all those that are excited about participating in, growing in who you are as a leader to liberate yourself, to know yourself, to lead yourself. We have an event coming that is a 12-month process for you to begin a to explore what it would look like for you to start to be a multiplier of leaders that are liberated in our world. And good grief, if we if you don't think we need more liberated leaders, then why are you even listening to this podcast? Because that is all that I talk about and all we are about here in the giant world and in, in the world of, of epic fusion. And, in, and, and it's what I do. It's what we do. So together, we can make a more peaceful world and we can make a more joyful world and we, as we liberate leaders who truly want to create an impact that, that is expansive and makes, a, makes our interactions so much more unifying and beautiful. Isn't that what we want? So stay tuned. Coming, coming back tomorrow. Look forward to talking to you guys. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.